This is the Blue Cloud Podcast, empowering the entrepreneurial lifestyle with insights on the leading trends in the mobile and digital landscape, turning ideas to empires. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Carter Thomas. Welcome to the show. Today, I've got a really great interview that I did with Ryan Kelly. Now, Ryan is a full-time app store optimization specialist and a mobile marketing professional. He currently does business development for Gummy Cube over in Europe. He actually lives in Germany right now. I think Gummy Cube is based over there, but they also have SF offices, San Francisco offices. So they, uh, they're a multifaceted global corporation. Since 2013, Ryan has worked on over a 1,000 optimization campaigns for clients ranging from small indie game developers to some of the biggest brands and developers in the world. He's a big believer in long-term mobile growth and constant testing optimization strategies. And Ryan has been in the Blue Cloud Select group. He's been active uh, with us, with our, you know, kind of our whole community since the beginning. And what's really interesting about this conversation is that I think a lot of people are going to love it and appreciate it. And I think a lot of people are not going to love it. And I think that that's really important to present topics like ASO, App Store Optimization, in a way that is not all like, hey, do this crazy new hack with the German localization and put it in the Russian store and you're going to get 9,000 times more download. Like, this isn't what it's all about, right? There is a lot of real talk in here. Uh, it can borderline on, you know, not being the most uplifting, but I think it's just real. And if you if you dig into it the way we did... The truth comes out and the truth of App Store optimization of what's really working and what real success looks like and how to make a huge impact on your users with an app. And I was really, really, really glad about this interview. I'm really glad we had it. I'm really, I think that it, it sheds light onto probably the most, for lack of a better term, like the scammiest part of the, of the app business right now, because there's so many people just dying to get downloads and they, instead of looking at the fundamentals, they just want, uh, you know, that quick fix. So I think you're going to love this. Uh, and I think that um, we're also going to post the Q&A that Ryan did in our Facebook group in the, in the show notes. You'll see that in the blog post. It was pretty amazing, the level of knowledge he has and his willingness to share. There's a ton of good information, a lot of good nuggets in this interview. I had a blast. I think Ryan had a blast. And I hope you really enjoy it. So... Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Ryan. Learn, implement, succeed. The Blue Cloud Podcast with Carter Thomas. Ryan, welcome to the show, man. Hey, Carter. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're here, man. And uh, I should be saying guten tag because I think you're over, you're over in Germany right now. I am. I'm a U.S. expat uh, with a German wife, and she chose Germany over Florida. <laughs> that's that's, that's an intro. it's like you know pros and cons i guess the the taxes are always good for florida but you get a lot more uh, i guess culture over in germany than than orlando <laughs> yeah it's 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 a it's a nice uh nice place i i, I can't complain I, I enjoy europe and it's uh interesting different yeah it's cool we were talking earlier you know there's actually a lot of people in the not only app community but the blue cloud community over there and uh, organizing some sort of meetup or event this September. So hopefully we can get the whole crew together and 
Uh, that'd be cool. We'll, we'll give some, get some information out to everyone. For anyone who doesn't know out there, obviously, you know, I just heard the introduction, but you are a widely regarded app store optimization, ASO. You know, you just know what you've been doing. And more importantly, you've been doing it for a long time. And you're, you've know, been doing a lot of different things. But what I'm really interesting, what i really interested in is what you were doing before ASO. I read, uh, I was doing some research and you, ha- you had built or you did a couple apps or about 100 apps, I should say. Is it like half a million downloads, I believe, back in 2011, somewhere right there? Um, it, it was a little bit later than that, but I, I actually got started in, in 2013 okay. um, purely by by accident. Um, it's kind of one of those things where where everything just lines up in such a way and this this chain of events leads you into a direction that you you didn't even know that you were going. Um, I, I was actually... Uh, read the the four hour work week, which I think a lot of people did the same thing. And then after after reading that, I thought, well, I want to do that. I want to want to, you know, have this nomadic lifestyle and work from anywhere and, you know, outsource things to VAs and create a business. And um, and so I started looking for for jobs or different types of businesses that I could start. And I kind of drifted around to lots. So I, I looked at drop shipping and early days of, of Amazon, uh, like diet pills. And then I did um, AdSense websites. And then I, I did uh, buying and selling websites on, on Flippa. And I, I went out to, to Thailand to a Dynamite Circle event. And, and Dynamite Circle is uh, a, a group of entrepreneurs who are, are location independent and um, it was really cool for me to, to to meet all these people, and it was kind of this just collection of people, these different groups doing all these different businesses, online businesses, and things. And I was uh, I was standing in the lunch line there, and uh, a guy in front of me says, "You know, what do you do?" And I said, "Well, drop shipping." I said, "What do you do?" And he said, "Apps." And I said, "The the 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 thing that I have since heard thousands of times." I said, "Oh, I have a great idea for an app." And he said, oh, yeah, okay. I said, hmm, but uh, I don't want to tell you because I'm afraid you'll take it. And he just laughed. And since then, um, uh, that was Chris Chigi. He, he did a, a podcast called App Business Podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, and we've, 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 we've stayed friends. And, and so um, a couple hours went by, and I just couldn't stop thinking about apps and apps and apps. And, and uh, I just went up to him, and I said, I, I want to know more. Like, tell me about this. And and he said, well, first of all, you need to read uh, Chad Moretta's book, um, uh, App Empire. And um, you need to also check out uh, Elaine Henney um, from Chocolate Labs, who was um, kind of one of the first. I, I heard her on a podcast also talking about uh, rescanning. And I never heard that word. I didn't know what it was. And and and. Um, and Chris kind of said, well, look, this is what I do. I do these quiz apps and, you know, different themes for quiz apps. And, um, you know, this is how you get started. And and um, and after that, it's like that week, Flippa started to sell apps. And I, I just couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to buy source code and to, to start. Um, so I went on Flippa. I bought a, uh, a fruit, fruit Ninja app. Um, 
published it in the store and it was like it was the proudest day ever. Um, finally, I had found of all these businesses that I was doing, I finally found one that I really liked because I, I, I loved the iPhone. I loved apps. I was just I couldn't believe that you could download um, all of these apps. And a, a lot of them, as you remember in the beginning, were 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 pretty crap, but um, they were free. And I was like, wow, this is great. All these these free things. So um so with the the apps, I, I just it was like a bug. It it, it just hit me, and then I, I thought, oh, I've, you know, I've got to start doing this. So um, I, I spent a lot of uh, money buying source code from, uh, you know, back then. Actually, there wasn't that much source code. You you had on Blue Cloud Solutions, um, and I pretty much bought most of those. Uh, I bought uh, Brian Apple as Avalanche Mountain, and. Um, and and I got started hiring people. And at, at the time, I was also had a full time job. I was I was um, the <laughs> the chief officer on on a three hundred foot yacht, and we were sailing between the Mediterranean and the Caribbean. And it was a, uh, a really it was a great job. But I, I I worked a lot, and I was still doing this app thing kind of on the side. And I was financing the apps through through uh, through the job. And I just kept pumping in money, more and more, more and more money. And these 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 apps, they just didn't seem to be working, and I I didn't know. And somebody said, "Well, why don't you do uh, the keywords or app store optimization?" And, and and I didn't know what it was. And 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 it was explained as kind of like SEO for apps. And at that time, there was almost nobody talking about it. Maybe one or two people. Um, and. Uh, and so I, I kind of started digging into that and testing the keywords and just doing it completely wrong, leaving spaces between the keywords. But I had enough apps that I was able to figure out kind of what was what was working. But my app business kind of started to grow as I, I published more and more apps. I got involved with Steve Young's mastermind. And then there was another mastermind at the time called Mobile 10X. I met more people through that. And... Um, and I realized that nobody wanted to do app store optimization. It's the most unsexy, uncool thing there is to do in the whole app thing, uh, in the app business. So, um, so for friends and kind of people that were in the mastermind, they said, hey, would you do like some keywords? Said, yeah, sure, I'll do that. So I would, you know, do keywords and I made up all these notebooks. Like, so I had a notebook for... Um, like slots apps and it was only like it would be a theme and so I would have all the keywords tied to like pharaohs and sphinx and Egypt and then I would have one that was like classic slots and all the words that I can think of and so I would create these notebooks and I would use the star uh, a thesaurus and rhyming dictionaries and the Google keyword planner and Google trends and just trying to come up with all these keywords um, that I possibly could, and then I would enter them into. At that time, it was like Sensor Tower was the the tool to use, and um, so I would I would collect all this information, and I would write the write all the data out in these notebooks. So when anybody came to me um, and wanted me to help with their apps, um, I would do all that research, and I would keep all those keywords. So if it was a utility app, or or if it was a game, um, particular type of theme, eventually. I started doing my my own like people started hiring me to just do themes like to find where um, somebody wasn't doing a, a you know an app so um, you know I moved away from like the, the 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 princess and the kings and the you know these types of themes and we'd do like ah oh, this would be for this source code I think it should be a rollerblading theme or this one would be um, 
grocery cart racing or, or what, whatever it was just to try and uh, niche down um, and, uh, and, and be able to find the, the, the keywords. Right. Um, and so, but, and uh, so the, just, just so I, I can unpack that a second, the keywords you were picking were matching the, the graphical theme of what people would see. So the psychology of the user would be that they're, they type in, uh, you know, Pharaoh or classic slot or something like that. And the decision to download the game would be mostly based on the, not only the graphics they saw, but the rank that you would come up for that particular keyword. Yeah, that's right. And, and at that time we did a lot of like really, really crazy stuff and just everybody would, would kind of talk within these masterminds and other people that I knew within ASO. And they said, have you tried this before? He's like, Bob, no, I'll try it. So we would do things like hyphenate key, uh, keywords. So you would put a hyphen between, say, um, uh, well, now I can't even think of a, hy- uh, a, a word that we would hyphenate. Yeah, like top game or something like that, you know. Well, top game, and you would rank for top, you would rank for game, and you would rank for top game. Right. Or 255 characters in the, in the, um, the title field uh, meant that we were literally using 250 characters and getting away with it. So that's where the, all the keyword stuffing, um, I was a big part of that yeah. at the beginning, but we didn't know any better. And I think what, what we were trying to do is, is at that time, the, the keywords, it was the literally the wild west. You could rank for keywords, your targeted keywords without a problem. Um, and it really didn't matter what they were. Um, you could also do like partial rank um, or like complete rank. So you would just were using titles of really popular apps, which were were very similar um, in the in the in in the keyword field and actually in the title. So the titles would end up being like um, clash of candy, you know, war, whatever. It's completely, it didn't make sense, but it did work at that time, and that's like probably early 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, but these things, yeah, change so, so quickly. I was going to say, it's, it's amazing. One of my favorite discussions is when people now, you know, in 2016, they talk about the app store being broken, you know, when certain things go wrong, um, you know, like the feature isn't happening the right way or new apps aren't coming up. And in a lot of ways, the app store does have a long way to go from a functional standpoint. But when we look back at 2013, 2014, even 2012, I mean, it was a, it was completely broken, but I think we were all just capitalizing on it. And like you said, when it's the Wild West and you have this mentality of like, I'm just going to, I'm going to go after it while it's, while it's here, you don't necessarily look at it like it's broken, uh, even though there might have been some people in the indie developer space that saw it as like, these guys are exploiting a broken system. When you're just like seeing the the limits that you can push something that a sandbox you're in it's just fun and it could be very profitable in that sense well i mean that's that's what you said i mean you said exploiting but um i think really what it is is testing and and that still applies to today i mean you you have to test every um every theory every um you know, possible way that that you can gain leverage because nobody does know the 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 algorithm for the App Store or the Google Play Store, and nor nor will they. It's it's just making educated guess. But 
when you publish enough apps or if you work with enough clients, um, you know, over hundreds and even thousands of apps, um, you have a very good understanding of what works and what doesn't work. And there's, um, you know, there's always this thing that happens, like there's an algorithm change and it just like pops up. And then all of a sudden the internet marketing people like from different companies, like they jump on it and they're like, Hey, we just noticed there's this algorithm change. Um, and we noticed it first. And then the other ones, yeah. And we, we noticed there's an, there's an algorithm change. And, and I think that it's like, it's like running around saying the sky is falling. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really do any good. Of course, there's going to be an algorithm change. Of course, it's going to happen probably every year, probably every year before or after WWDC. Um, and it's, it's going to affect everyone in some way. But the people that, that are the ones that are busy um, are the ones that are trying to, to, to fix this for, 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 for their clients, you know? And, and when, when you have a thousand apps that you're looking after, um, their, their ASO, I mean, you're too busy scrambling trying to figure out what's going on and what needs to be changed and where to adjust it. And just even clients are saying, you know, hey, what's happening to, to my app and what's going on um, to, to actually go and say, um, yeah, the sky is falling. Um, you know, we're the first ones to detect that. Um, algorithm changes are going to happen. Um, and it's just a, it's just a matter of, of, of going with the flow and making the adjustments. Um, I think very rarely is, is any app just going to completely drop rank for everything because of an, of an algorithm change. Um, I say that now, hopefully I don't have to eat my words, but, <laughs> um, but, but algorithm change, uh, I, I noticed that somebody had asked that question. It, it's not such a big deal. I mean, don't, don't focus on it. I mean, instead of, you know, these things, uh, the algorithm changed or the app store is broken or any, anything, you know, just do what needs to be done. Um, and just keep going, uh, rather than, you know, get upset about it. Um, uh, I guess. So can, can we, can you, uh, elaborate on, on two things? One, when you say like, just do what needs to be done. What, what do you mean by that? And also, um, as these algorithm changes have happened, where, where has that gotten us? as of 2016. So like, what does a snapshot of that look like? Well, um, I think I'll answer your second question first. Um, the algorithms change because Apple is trying to make um, App Store discovery better. They want uh, people to discover apps that they're actually looking for. Um, depending on who you talk to, still between 60 and 80% of all apps are found through search. Um, so search is, is very important. Um, the, the whole reason that we do App Store optimization is, is to improve visibility when, when users are searching for an app. And then once they land on the sales page, the second part of App Store optimization is uh, optimizing for conversion. Um, conversion from the, 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 the creative icon, screenshots, preview videos. So um, with these algorithm changes, I'm, what's happened is, is uh, in the last one, it was really, it's kind of silly actually. It's just, you can rank for keywords that are, are mis misspelled keywords. Before, 
you used to include uh, misspelled keywords, but now you, you automatically rank for those misspelled keywords. Um, the other thing is relevancy. So um, relevancy became even more important. Um, and the, the third thing that changed was that you can rank for, for keywords which are, are very similar, which you didn't necessarily target, um, but it's implied that your app is relevant for those terms because of the terms that you are targeting. Mm, I see. So With, if, someone, if someone came to you now, right, in, in 2016, and they said, all right, I got an app, or I'm about to launch my app, and I, want, I would love to get an, an ASO audit, what, is the, what, is the, what does that look like in you know, the very top level? Like what, what sort of checklist would you go through with them to make sure they're on track with their ASO? Well, well there's a lot of things that, 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 um, that I can do. You know, I, I guess to, to back it up a little bit, the way that people approach me or a lot of times that people approach me is they say, well, I just launched an app and um, I'm not getting any downloads. And my reaction is like, you're only starting now to, to, to look into this. So um, shouldn't you be looking months ago before you even published the app or before you even started the app to make sure that you're going to be able to compete um, for the keywords. So, mm -hmm. so starting with the keyword research uh, um, is, is super important. I look at keywords as like a, 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 a train in, um, in Tokyo where they have the people that are pushing, pushing more people on. And each, each train is, is, is a, a keyword. And the first people who target those keywords or keyword phrases um, and get the seats on the train are going to be the ones that are going to stay there. It's very hard to get in those seats for those keywords. But people keep going on. And then when it's completely full, everyone's standing, then you have people and they're still pushing, 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 pushing. And that's why you're never going to rank for keywords like photo collage. I saw that today. It's, you're, it's just not going to happen because there's apps that are established that have lots of reviews, lots of downloads, and those keywords are going to be impossible to, um, to actually rank for. So when I'm actually were to do an ASO audit, there's a lot of things that I would start with first, which are um, aside from, from ASO, because ASO is only a part of your mobile growth strategy. It's not the only strategy. So whenever I speak to somebody, I say, well, do you have a website? Well, no. Well, do you have like a support email that's not like uh, crazy12087 at yahoo.com? I mean, do, do you have like a branded email with your company? You don't have a company website? I mean, how, how is that a business? You're, you're just publishing an app and clearly you haven't taken those steps to create a business first before you publish an app. So I, I, can't, I can't work with you until you, 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 you figure those things out first. Um, and then, then I always look at, look at the app. So do you have review prompts in the app? No, you don't have review prompts. Do you have analytics? No, you don't have analytics. Well, you're, you're not ready. I mean, ASO is, is, is further downstream. So hmm. once, once they've established, yes, we have a company, yes. Then I look at the product, okay. Is the product, are you doing a match three game? Okay, 
just no chance. What, what keywords could you possibly find for a match three game? How different is your match three game than any other game? And chances are it's probably not. Because again, users are searching the app store for specific things. They're searching for features. They, 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 they know exactly. Nobody has the time to, to just randomly uh, swipe through the store and then think, you know, oh, look, there's app number 54. You know, it, it, it's like category ranking, unless you're in the top places, is, is, it's not really worth it. Nobody has the time to just casually scan the app store and like pick, you know, an app that's 105. So that's why we have to target keywords and you target the keywords, you build out a keyword matrix um, and the keyword matrix meaning phrases. So the importance of a keyword is how many phrases is that keyword going to make? So if you have a photo app, you have to use photo. You're, you're not going to find some magic keyword that no one's discovered that's high search volume that everyone's searching for it but no one's used but you um, because there are only so many words that describe what your app does now if you have something that no one else has a feature or that that maybe that other people are, are looking for and they're, they're not really doing then you can target those keywords so back to your original question how would I do an audit that the first thing I would want to know is um, the icon. Did, did you test the icon? Did you run Facebook ads to test your icon? Did you test your screenshots? Do you have a preview video? Um, sometimes they're very good. Um, I know there's kind of mixed uh, data on their effectiveness. I still think that they're, they're, they're excellent. Um, you know, your description, did, did you write the description or did you, you know, have a, a, a copywriter who created the description? Does the description support the keywords? Um, are the keywords relevant to the app? Um, or are they just like silly keywords? Is the, is the title actually um, using longer keywords? There's, there's a lot of strategies for that. But I think the, the biggest problem that, that, that people run into with, with ASO or just not being able to find keywords is the app doesn't have unique features. It's not a unique theme. It's not a unique gameplay. It's not even what people are searching for. Um, somebody asked me the other day if I could help them with ASO for a Flappy Bird app. And I just, I thought he was joking. And I, I, that train pulled out a long time ago. You know, it's, right. it's, it's, it's not there anymore. And, you know, this goes back to, you have to be in the app store all the time. And... You know, whether you're, you're publishing a, a productivity app or a yoga app or a game or, or whatever it might be, you have to know all the apps that are being featured. And if, if, if I'm doing a productivity app, guaranteed that I'm going to have the top five or six productivity apps. And I'm using them every single day. Um, I heard one guy say that he is a, a whale. I mean, he's one of the biggest um, uh, spins the most inside, I think it was Clash of Clans or something. And the reason that he, he plays it every single day, and the reason that he plays it every day is because he's studying exactly what they do. He's studying their monetization. He's buying the in-app purchases. Um, so I, I think that um, before you ever get to the, the ASO part, there's, there's so much more that needs to go into the product, the uh, 
you know, the gamification and the, um, and then, you know, looking at the, the icons and screenshots, you know, just, just using one randomly, uh, an icon is not going to help you, you know, run a test. There's lots of different places that can, uh, where you can, you know, run these kinds of tests, you know, just put up a few icons um, of competitors, compare those to yours and, and see, um, you know, which ones that, that users choose. Um, it's really interesting too that one thing I noticed is when I posted in the Facebook group, hey, do you guys have any questions for Ryan? I don't have it in front of me, but I, th I would say an overwhelming majority of them were about keywords. And it's really interesting to me because coming from, you know, I spent a lot of time over the last few years on SEO, uh, both before Blue Cloud and with Blue Cloud. And, uh, you know, we rank really, really well for a lot of terms. We get a lot of traffic on the web. And obviously there's differences. But, you know, when I think of SEO, it's, you know, five, ten years ago, it was like put these many keywords in your page and, you know, put this in your title and that's and then get some links maybe. And now like the copy on the page is, is one piece of the puzzle. And I think that that's something that is, there needs to be a paradigm shift of app store optimization. Keywords are one slice of the pie. You know, it is, there is, it's icon, it's screenshots, it's description, it's title, it's brand, it's website, it's Facebook page. It's, it's all of that stuff. And I think it's like trying to, trying to explain that from an SEO standpoint, I, I seem to get it, but it's hard to tell other people, like, stop focusing exclusively on the keywords. No, because and, and that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly it. I'm, it it's, we've come so far so quickly in, in the mobile space, um, much, much faster than, than, than websites and, and SEO ever, mm -hmm. uh, you know, progressed. Um, and, you know, there, there are some parallels between ASO and SEO. Um, one is you would never launch a website and then uh, and then contact an, an, an SEO guy and say, look, I just launched my website. How come it's not on page one? <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's a parallel. It's, it's ASO is, is not a, a one and done. It's not just a couple months. It's not it, it's something that you start and you continue every single month after month after month and you've always got to be testing something um changing something um the biggest argument with that is people always say oh but the reviews i'm, I'm losing the re the reviews <laughs> okay maybe you reset the reviews but the cumulative re reviews still count and you're going to get more reviews if you have a good product so the most important thing is getting to a place where you maybe don't have to update the keywords. Um, so Apple has this indexation period. It's in about four weeks for all your keywords to be fully indexed. So if, if uh, I think there was one question, um, you know, how often do you do updates? Um, it's pretty simple. If you can take a, make a Gantt chart and call that your, your, your mobile growth chart. And in there, you say, okay, this goes along with my actual product roadmap. This is when we're going to release a new feature. This is when we're going to, you know, maybe update a feature. 
Um, and then, okay, here this month, we know Apple takes four weeks, so we'll update our keywords. You know, at the same time, we'll, we'll push this update with the new feature. We'll make sure the keywords um, highlight that new feature. Um, and then we'll give it four weeks. And then in, in that, that next um, month, we'll actually run some tests. Uh, we'll get some feedback on our icons. Uh, maybe do a few Facebook ads, then we'll we'll make that adjustment to the to the icon the next month. Then the month after that, we'll look. Okay, wait a minute. Looks like some of the keywords we're using they're not getting clicked through. Um, so those keywords, maybe we'll change out those keywords and we'll you know we'll add a few more um, keywords in here, and then we'll test that and we'll we'll see what happens. And so you're always testing, collecting the data, testing, collecting the data, and and making these these updates. Um, and, and if you're not, you're, you're really not doing app store optimization. Um, again, it's, it's, it's a business and it's, and as part of the business, I think that people look as uh, app store optimization in, in kind of the wrong light. It's, it's, uh, it can be a lot like putting lipstick on a pig. Um, you know, make sure that the, the, the product is, is good first. And make sure you have the, the analytics because um, now it's, it's like downloads. If you want downloads and that's a metric that's important to you, go out and buy downloads. Go buy 10,000 downloads and then tell everybody, look, I've got 10,000 downloads. But a download is not a user. Hmm. And we do ASO because we want to get users. We want users that are going to be engaged and we want users that we're going to be able to retain. And we want users that are going to monetize. You know, the whales are not clicking on an ad and then, you know, discovering an app. The people that are really spending the money who are going to stick with it and who are probably going to be the ones that are going to tell their friends are going to be the ones that are searching the app store. Or they're going to be the ones that heard it from an influencer. Or they're going to be one who, who, who sees the app featured in Product Hunt or, you know, hears about it, um, you know, in a, in a tech publication or reads the story about, uh, about the app in, um, you know, in a Medium post about the company. I mean, there, as you mentioned, ASO is only one part of the growth marketing uh, plan that, that, that everyone should have in place. Um, and it just goes right alongside content. If you're not, if you're not producing content and you're not um, getting out of the office to, to speak to other developers, one thing that, that I always ask people is they say, you know, I just don't know how to get reviews. I say, well, how many reviews have you given? The well, you know, well, you have to get to get, you know, give to get. Mm -hmm. And I think if you have games that you love, I mean, there's apps that I, I, I love. I think they're, 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 they're designed great. I think they're fantastic. I know it's, it's hard. I know how much work goes into it. So I always leave them a review. I think this app is fantastic. Um, I think it's great. You know, this is, this is, this is what I think because it helps them out. Um, and then hopefully you get that same same back. Um, so I went off, sorry, on a little bit of a tangent, no, but I think these are all just like these, these little parts and each one of these parts, I mean, we could just go on and on about, you know, title optimization or just only keyword optimization or the difference between, you know, the strategy for uh, the app store and the strategy for the Google play store. Um, all of these things are, are really important. I mean, reviews is, is, is also something that's, that's just, um, it's kind of got a little bit out of control with, with uh, developers 
you know, posting all over the place, hey, look at my app to other developers, but developers are not, like, they don't have the time to download your app and then, like, give you the feedback. I think it can be, you know, a little difficult or this, like, peer-to-peer reviews and stuff. They, they just look horrible on your sales page. The, the whole thing with reviews is, is, and I guess to some point to ASO, and it's kind of one point that I wanted to make, you're always going to have people that are going to try and cut the corner. They're going to try to come up with a with a with a, a way to to either cheat the system or to get ahead in, in in some way. So whether you call that black hat ASO or gray hat ASO, um, it, it's it, it's not right. And eventually, those loopholes will be closed, and and people will suffer. Um, the, the the consequences and, and and you know maybe being banned for using these these techniques um so one thing that's become very popular is buying installs and the installs are four keywords um and it's just and, and it's generated by bots it's just not right so you know aso is has nothing to do with with like spiking or boosting anytime i see those words immediately i'm just like that's so gray hat um and and that goes with with reviews so if you're asking other you know developers to 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 get reviews and and, and stuff it, it's you you're not helping at, at, at all i mean if anything you're you're really hurting um you know when you have a great product when you know when and how to ask for reviews um, then you're going to you're going to naturally get them, um, and right. Yeah, I think that one, one thing I always, the, you know, it, it's always important to remember, and is that like when you're doing keyword research, it's it's so easy to look at, you know, 720 monthly search volume for photo collage or whatever the number is, right? And you you just look at that number and. It, a lot of developers and you know myself included for a long time and it was just it was like a math equation and i just said all right i got to figure out how to get this number into turn it into downloads make that an ecpm of my ad network i'm making money and then when you realize that that 720 is actually people like there are people typing in those words into a search box hoping to find something that they love and as soon as you just you own that reality that that's what's going on in the world, both in mobile and on the web and anywhere that there's a search box, right? Once you realize that it's some it's somebody, all of the the bigger picture brand stuff stops sounding like, oh uh, well, you know this it, it conceptual, and it's, you start to realize how important it actually is. It's just as, if not more important, than getting the the long tail keyword trick of the week, <laughs> right? It, it it's just people uh, we we are all good examples of like we probably see something on Instagram or we get an email from somebody else or someone talks about an app and then we go search for something like that in the app store and it's it's people that are they want to find something that that delights them that solves a problem does you know that they can that they can put on their phone and they can be like yeah I don't have to uninstall another crappy app and i think one thing that uh, has in my my opinion, I'm really happy about this in the App Store. Is that um, the the idea of templates? It's finally people are finally just owning this idea of it is only a starting point, and there is a there's a six month window ahead of you of 
you know, improvements, differentiation, making it better. And that is ASO, right? Like that's everything you talked about. And it always comes back in my opinion to, it's just their people out. The, the, the numbers are actual people. It's not just, it's not just made up by Google and Apple. You know, exactly. And I think the other thing is um, it's understanding your audience and actually um, your target audience and, and how they're, how they're searching, um, which is, is a big part of, of, of Cube. But I speak with a lot of people who I say, well, who's your, who's your target audience? Like everyone. Like, well, no, everyone is not your, your, your target audience, you know. Do you have beta testers and what has been the feedback? Because if, if there's a lot of really good game developers coming out of Vietnam right now um, and these, these studios are, are creating incredible games, um, but they don't understand the U.S. market. They don't understand uh, the language and – they're they're really trying to to do ASO when maybe English isn't their first language or they don't understand that. Or I speak to people who are uh, Android users themselves don't have an iPhone or an iPad or an Apple TV, and they're developing apps for that. Like, how do you even do that if you're not a user? You don't understand the market. How are you trying to develop an, an, an app for that? You don't understand the user enough to say, like, is this a, you know, a, a problem I can solve? Or, or in the case with the games, you know, this is what happened to my, my games. People always ask me all the time, like, well, what happened? Did you just stop? And yeah, I, I did stop because I realized I'm not a gamer. I've never been a gamer. I played Super Mario Brothers way back when, and then I was into Cars and Girls after that. Um, so I, I just um, I realized that I was trying to make games and and I I didn't I didn't know the first thing about like what it takes to be a cool game and so I kind of downloaded some games and I thought okay I'll just try it but um, it just like it wasn't for me I, I just I wasn't engaged and I would download I still download games and I'll check them out and I'm like wow that's that's kind of a cool game. But it's not something that 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 I do a lot of. So um, I think that the understanding, like for the indie developers, it's really important to study the app store, study what's going on. You know, look at the the apps that are featured. Um, concentrate on your your market first, your home market first. Then concentrate on the smaller markets. So whether that's the UK or whether that's Australia, um, but you know. Don't try and push an app into the app store um, that's, that's, that's similar to, to so many other apps and then complain when you don't rank for any keywords because there are no keywords tied to that. Those, those seats have all been taken and everyone's been pushed into that train and the train's left. So, mm -hmm. you, you know, you, you've, you, you've got to kind of pivot on that. Um, people ask about keywords all the time. And look, there are no golden magic keywords that nobody's thought of. Um, there are keywords that maybe people are not targeting, which are related. And that's where a thesaurus and a very good understanding of the language that you're targeting. So if we've, we've found that, that, uh, a client that we had, a, they had, uh, called us in a panic and said, look, my 
app is like I've lost rank for keywords and that, you know, what's, what's going on? So we went and we looked and we said, well, we didn't do the optimization for the UK. We did the optimization for the US. They said, yeah, but we, we, just, we just put those keywords in the UK. I said, well, they're two different users. It's two different markets. They're searching the store completely different. You know, Canada and U.S. is probably very close together. Um, the U.K. and Australia might be close. But you have to think about keywords are, are specific for that market. And, and when you talk about localization, a whole other subject, um, you know, the Google keyword or the, the, the Google Translate, it, that's not localization. That's translation. And you need to develop the keywords and use the data for that market. Um, and you need to, to try and understand uh, the users in that market. Uh, so yeah, I th I, th I agree. I think that I think that uh, you know looking at your own product reviews or you know app reviews and your competitors' app reviews is the ultimate app store optimization. I think that it's one of the everyone kind of knows that this is what you should be doing, but so few people make this a discipline where they go through thousands of reviews. And they find the two and three star reviews and they find what people are, are actually just, they're taking the time to write a review and ask for this feature or say that this isn't good. And I, I you know, you can't really, you can't really tee it up any better than that. I don't know of anything, maybe Amazon to a certain extent, but it's very, very hard to find another marketplace where users will show you exactly what you need to develop to get more, to get more people like them to come and spend money in, in your app. And that is something that, like, some for some reason, doesn't that gets loop up, bucketed into some other part of the marketing equation. Well, it, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, here's another like a strategy. Here's a tip: if you're, you know, if you're if you're strapped for 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 cash and and you you, you know you're not able to, you know, to to afford an ASO tool and and um, but you still want to find keywords. Um, that are, are, are relevant to your app, um, then all you have to do is, is, is find the apps that have Google Play descriptions because all the keywords are right there for you. Hmm. That's how the keywords are indexed. They're in the description. So um, you can find those for free. But this is something that's it's so manual. It takes so much time to you know, review all of these, uh, all, all the descriptions. And, um, but like you said, it, it's all there. The users are telling you the keywords too. They're, they're using the keywords. Um, you know, what we see in the, in the, in the app store is when a user uses a keyword and several users, uh, use that same keyword and you might not be targeting that in the declared keyword field or your title, you will actually rank for that keyword. Um, if you are targeting that keyword and users are using those keywords, then you'll see a huge uptick in rank for that keyword or that keyword phrase. Um, you know, again, it's one of those things that you don't have any control over, um, but there are certain things that you can do to make sure that users uh, remember those keywords, such as you should be using keywords in your screenshots to call out the features. Um, you know, the description in the app store should be really easy to use. Here are the features. I've seen, I, I read descriptions from every featured app 
because I want to see what people are writing and how they're formatting the descriptions. Again, studying the App Store all the time. And um, I saw one that was just featured a few days ago and they say, this is why my app is better than everyone else. And it just listed there. And I was like, oh, perfect. I mean, that's, that's what you want to see. I, 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 and I know that a, a lot of users, they don't, they, don't, uh, they don't read the description, but you only need a, a few users who read the description or look at the screenshots, download the app, really like it, remember the keywords, you know, it, it triggers something, and then they use those keywords and you see this big uptake. So um, that's one thing that you can do. In the Google Play Store, um, completely different users, completely different keywords, um, you know, every single time. And so you've got to use the correct data for, for each store um, the Google Play Store, the, re the reviews, the, the users are so harsh. I've, one little thing and you get one star and then you get one star and it's like everybody just joins in and they're like, ah, okay, one star, this app sucks, this app sucks. The good thing about the Google Play Store is you can actually comment so they can change those, change those reviews. So um, one thing that we've seen as part of the algorithm in Google Play is when you respond to every single review, it helps the social signal um, and, and Google actually gives you a credit for that. Um, so I would say respond to every review, good or bad, um, and, and take those reviews to heart. If it says, look, this app sucks, there's too many ads, okay, you've got a problem, fix that. Because that's 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 free information. <laughs> you know, you, right. you you can't pay a company to give you any better information than that. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like that. That's the the golden triangle that I think we had two years ago, which is you know you could pick these keywords, you can rank really well, and you can you can monetize like crazy with advertisements. And somehow still get four star reviews, that's gone away. There's there's a clear trade off now where, you know, you could rank better, but you, you know your your life, your average revenue per user is going to have to go down because you're going to have to show less ads to get those reviews higher. And it's a chicken and egg situation, which uh, I think is is hard for some people to swallow. But once they do, they they see their ranks go up because people start to review it better. They like it. They use it more often and. You know, they, you have to play a long game a little bit more. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I, I think um, before, I mean, you, you know, we, I, we, we all used to do it. I mean, so, so many familiar faces within in Blue Cloud Select. And we would triple pop ads, you know, three or four times because it didn't matter because we were working on a, on a volume of, of, of apps published. And, and that all changed. It's, I mean, it, it was inevitable that it was going to change. Um, and the users have gotten wiser in the store. Um, so I, I think that, that really, uh, you know, understanding the market is, is, is just key and it's all there. You know, these companies that have the successful apps in the top charts, um, they're, they, they're, their blueprint is right there. All you have to do is follow their blueprint. You know, use those apps every day and figure out what are they doing? Why are they so wildly successful? Um, and one thing I, I guess I was gonna say earlier to your point was um, 
with ads is is I think of it's better to have a user that that's that is engaged and you retain um, more importantly than 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 the ads. I, I think that that having the IAPs and and having people. Um, you know, it even surprises me that somebody like, I think the most expensive IAP I used to have was like $20. And then all of a sudden I would look and I'm like, oh, wow. It's like this week there were four or five $20 IAPs. I'm like, that's so wild, you know, that hmm. people would buy that much, that much credit. But I think you've really got to, um, to market towards those or I guess not market, but you... I think it's better to have those users who are, are, are buying the IAPs over uh, the fewer users, over more users uh, watching rewarded videos or, or, you know, clicking on ads. Yeah, and I think that that's, that really dials into the idea of relationship marketing, which has never been something that has entered the fray of app development, app marketing world. I don't think we've ever really had a, a large discussion about the relationship you have with your app users, right? Like this is not a conversation we've had. However, I do think that that is something that we will start having as people start to integrate things like email marketing. They start to realize that you can't just pummel people with ads and you look at websites and you look at if, if I see a, you know, a website with a ton of advertisements on it, how does that make me feel versus a website that has no advertisements on it? You know, and it's like, which are you going to trust? Which are you going to, be in it for the long game and i think that that's that's just it's a it's becoming a real business right i mean i've talked to so many apps now and these indie developers who they're okay with the first couple of months and you know you, you maybe you make a little money maybe you don't but they're they're like planning out six and 12 month product releases because this this is going to be around for a while, and inevitably it is. Like these these users, they love the app and they keep using it for a very very long time. And I think that that's that's just the name of the game. That's that's where digital marketing is going. Absolutely, and the the big companies are actually um, they they've set up a whole uh, support for um, for whales. So the, these people that are whales that make all these purchases have a direct line that's somebody that they can talk to. Um, and they send them T-shirts, they send them gift cards, they send them all sorts of stuff, uh, you know, for spending so much money inside the app. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the uh, it's like the Vegas mentality, you know, send them a Corvette and <laughs> get, get into the penthouse. But, but that's that's um, you're, you're right. That that is where it's heading. I mean, no no longer. I think what you were saying about six and twelve months. Um, you know, these short-term strategies of, of whether that's, I just want to do ASO one time or, um, you know, these strategies don't work. Unless you have a product roadmap, unless you're adding new features, creating new levels, um, unless you're, you're engaging with your users in, in content, unless you're getting out of the office, speaking to other developers, you know, all of these things, I think content is really where everything is going. And that's where more and more users are, are going to, to, to look for apps. Um, it is through curated app uh, lists and also content. Um, By content, you mean something like uh, product hunt feature or an awesome blog post or a video? Is that what you mean? Yeah. I mean, those things, it, it's, it's amazing that, um, you know, YouTube and, and, 
just how many people are on YouTube looking for apps. And um, it takes almost nothing to create a video or, or even it's so interesting you know, to, to hear somebody's story about why they created this app and start f like filming from the first day and say, okay, this is the first day and this is our storyboard. And then after the app's launched, like release this whole like kind of movie or series about how you came up with the app and how you launched it. I mean, those types of things are super interesting as far as content goes. Um, influencer marketing is becoming bigger and bigger. Um, those types of, of content pieces. You know, if I'm looking for a productivity app, I want to like read an article about here's like four or five productivity apps compared side by side, uh, you know, which one's better. So you can create your own content, whether it's a game or whether it's any kind of app where you compare your app to, to another app and why it's better. I mean, and that you can publish, you know, that piece of content can, can, can go all over the internet in so many different places. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember what app it was, but, uh, I remember seeing someone wrote a similar thing, you know, like a blog post with a killer video and a bunch of reviews and testimonials. And they were just driving massive Facebook traffic to this web page. And it was like they're a blog post on their corporate website. And just seeing that, like, like get make doing a sales process on the web made it so much more compelling. And then you look at the app store and you start to say, you know, the app store is almost just kind of like a grocery store. Like you just go in and you pick it off the shelf. You already know what you're going to get. And you just go in and that's just where the, the, the files are being held. And if you can create that, you can use the rest of the world to, to, to f create that foundation of marketing and get that excitement. Uh, I think that that can be really powerful. Yeah. And, and it goes, it also goes back to marketing for, for your, um, your specific market. You know, if you're doing kids apps and you do one kids app and then you say, I'm not getting downloads. I don't know what's going on. It's because you've got to do another 49 kids apps before you finally get like, figure it out. Right. You know, this is the, a, a long game. You've got to dominate that the, the kids apps. You've got to know every kids app that's, that's doing really well within that category. And you know, you, probably better well have kids yourself or at least work with kids or understand like what the apps are they're using. It's about knowing your exact market and then knowing how to, um, to market or I guess marketing and, and kids app gets into a little bit of a touchy, but there's lots of mommy bloggers and there's lots of, uh, forums that, um, that, that feature apps all the time. So it's, it's knowing who to contact um, to get your app out in front of more people. Mm -hmm. it, there's a funny, I, don't, I have no data to prove this at all. This is just an observation I've made over the last couple of years where I find that the developers that tend to isolate themselves and not join masterminds or go to events or talk to other developers who, you know, they, they sit in, in their own little world. They, they're typically the kind of people that they look at the numbers, they want to get the keywords, they just want to skyrocket the downloads and collect their checks. And they dramatically underestimate all other forms of marketing, specifically word of mouth marketing. They, they, they don't think that that's like a real thing. And then the, the developers who create communities and talk to each other and do the research and, and get feedback and have a relationship with their customers tend to 
focus on great products, knowing how many people will actually tell their friends, you know, tell their family and friends about the apps. And I think it's hard to, it's hard to make that switch until you do it yourself, right? Like, like what you were saying earlier, uh, earlier today, where you have to be out there, like talking to people, getting feedback from them. And as soon as you hear from them, you'll realize that there are so many people out there that if they like your product, they will tell other people to download it. Like it's going to happen and you got to have faith that that will happen. Otherwise you're just going to wake up every day stressed out that you can't figure out that long tail, that one long tail keyword that you just, you know, will be the, the big one for you when in reality it just doesn't exist. Yeah. I, it's, I, again, you know, we, we talked a lot about keywords and if, if, you know, and that is just the one part of it. And the other is the, the conversion optimization. And you, you've, it does you no good at all to have a user land on the sales page, but then choose another app that they find the, the, the icon more compelling. Or one other thing that, that, that tends to happen a lot is targeting keywords which are not directly related to the app. The user downloads the app realizes that it's not the app that they wanted and then they leave a one-star review mm. so you know that's there's there's so many things to, to to optimize um and it's so important from you know the, the 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 indie devs to the the absolute biggest game developers are all doing aso um it's because you want to find the users who are looking for your app. And, and really, that's, um, I guess, the biggest thing that I can say about ASO is understanding the market um, and, and, and knowing your users and, and, and the language. And um, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and having an app worth looking for, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's the other thing. You know, it, it really is um, about the product, you know, as the, as the the barrier to entry is has gotten just just like really low, and it's just really easy to to publish an app. Um, you know, you're not only competing in the app store against uh, people from all over the world who are publishing apps, but you're competing against the 16 year old kid who uh, has an idea, has a bunch of friends to bounce the idea off of, who's got his parents got him a uh, a build box subscription and he's going to make the next like really really killer game that's who you're competing against mm. you know or you're competing against the guy who's the weekend warrior who just wants to create games on the side um those are the ones i think to to really be scared of meanwhile you've got other people who are like you know how do i make money with my app they don't care about the product they just care about you know how much money am i going to make and um you know, you've talked to a lot of people and you understand these people have gone a long time before they found any six years before they had an, a, a, a success. And they've published a, a, a lot of apps before they finally figured out um, what works or how to create a great product that that fulfills, you know, a need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you matching a matching a product to two people that that are going to spend money on the product. You know, I think that that's something, I think kind of what you said earlier, where pro building a product first and then asking, well, where are the users is, is never going to work. Uh, one question I had is off the top of your head, if you have an example, 
Have you worked on any apps recently that were not, they were not doing very well in the app store f- with downloads? You guys did some work on it and then they've seen a big jump. I don't know if you can name names or not, but have you, have you worked on anything like that recently? Yeah, there was um, there was an app that was in the is in the um, productivity category, business and productivity category, uh, I think. Um, and they came to us and, and they're like, "Look, we have forty downloads a day, um, but you know, we 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 want to improve that." Um, and so we worked with them a, a long time, over a year. Uh, they had zero ad spend, and we took that 40 downloads a day up to almost 4,000 downloads a day, um, and that's just by doing doing iterations, um, testing, making changes. Um, so I would say that that would be the the biggest success story, as in percentage increase in in, in downloads. Um, but we also have a major brand who uh, ran a focus group with us and they changed the uh, an icon, uh, some colors in the icon, and they saw uh, almost a 40% increase in, in downloads from that. Um, just that one change. So um, people ask all the time, is App Store optimization important? Yeah, you better believe it because if you're not doing it well, I guarantee you that your competitors are. Um, so and and everyone from the the, the very biggest game developers um, are are all doing app store optimization. The biggest brands they're all doing app store optimization hmm. um, because they they know they they need visibility. Um, they need better users. Where, where do you think ASO and this, the work you guys are doing for ASO clients? How do you think that's going to evolve over the next couple of years? I think it's going to become like SEO. It's going to become something that it's it's not just voluntary whether, well, maybe I'll do SEO for my website. Maybe I won't. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's the same with ASO. It's, it's not a case of should I do it or should I not. Um, it's something that you just have to do. And whether that's you do that internally or whether you hire somebody else, um, it's just if you want to be competitive, um, then you're going to have to to to, to keep um, you know making updates and 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 making these tweaks and changes and, and testing everything. Hmm. Uh, one question I always like to ask is, if you were going to give a presentation, uh, you know, sometimes I, last last interview I we did a graduation speech, but I think it'd be great. If you're going to give a presentation in front of 500 blue cloud and or indie developer types and you're going to talk about ASO right now based on the questions you get and what you know, what would the title be of that presentation? Ooh. It would be... It would be play the long game right on i think that uh that's that's a perfect perfect place to to stop uh this has been yeah it's been awesome hearing about this because it's i've had a lot of conversations in the last year or two with uh aso types because and it's 
it's been about tactics and tricks and stuff. They're like, hey, did you know if you used uh, the Italian localization in Australia f- f- and you spell the word backwards, you're going to get like a 9% increase? <laughs> and I'm just like, I, you got to be kidding me, right? Like, this is, I'm not going to write a, they're, they're... I'm not going to write a blog post about this. This is like, uh, no way. And so it's really refreshing to talk to somebody who, who sees the bigger picture, realizing that the app, the app business is becoming a real business, and the app, the idea of ASO is a much bigger picture than just keywords. It's it's testing and updates and research and feedback, and I think it's just it's a terrific thing that that all developers should be listening to. Yeah, and uh, I, I try to always make myself available, especially um, as it, you know within the group. Um, like I said, I know several members, and they say, "Oh, I'm just uh, I'm just doing an update." Um, Here's my keywords on Facebook. What do you think? And I'm happy to to give that kind of say. Oh, I don't know about this one, or why did you choose this, or maybe look at that, or um, you know the title. And I'm always um, happy. You know, I I I enjoy what I do with Gummy Cube and working with the big brands and the um, you know the large developers and the marketing agencies. But I'm I'm also you know I've been there. You know I, I've started out, uh, you know, publishing my own games and, you know, reskinning, um, you know, back in the day and, and, and those things. So, um, I, I know how frustrating it, it, it can be to, um, you know, to, to, to not, uh, to not get rank for keywords that you, you really need. Mm, totally. Yeah. And so what are the, some of the best ways for people to learn more about you and gummy cube and get in touch or anything like that? Um, well, you can check out uh, gummycube.com. Uh, we have a blog. Um, we try to keep it pretty, pretty relevant, uh, pretty regular, short blog post. Um, anybody can always contact me uh, on uh, on on Facebook um, in quite a few groups there, or uh, on Twitter. Um, I'm pretty active there, just within uh, uh, people speaking about ASO, and that is at I. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, what's it called? It's okay. We can uh, yeah. we can put it in the show now, so no worries. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's plenty of uh, ways, and and uh, you know, I'm always open to uh, to questions. I, I think that's what I do a lot. People say, uh, you know, I heard if you do this, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to squash rumors or any way I can help I'm always available terrific well Ryan thanks so much for your time man this has been super insightful and I think you're going to get a lot out of this so thanks for taking the time we appreciate it okay thanks Carter thanks for inviting me this has been another episode of the Blue Cloud Podcast for more information on app development ebooks reliable source codes and more expand your mobile knowledge by going to bluecloudsolutions.com